<laughs> Gabe what already up, put up, up his bra. <laughs> Real fans podcast repping BX all day. I'm wearing my Yankee <laughs> shirt. That's JoJo. He's wearing his Yankee shirt. That's Julian. He has uh, what is, what's that around your neck? What are you, Harry Potter? What is that? Harry Potter, bro. I got the that? scarf. Harry so last Potter. night. Uh, Barcelona came to town. I got to see them for the first time in person. I've watched this team since I was like five years old. I finally got to see all these players in person. Like guys I've literally grown up with, like Sergio Busquets and Gerard Piquet and like all these other guys. So they played Inter Miami. I worked the game. I got this dope ass scarf. This thing is fucking gas, bro. Like that shit is tough. I like it. In it. In it. Inter Miami on one side, Barca on the other. It was other. A, a friendly match, right? This is a summer friendly. Yeah, yeah, friendly. Yeah, for preseason warm ups for uh, Barca, and then you got this side right here, Dry Pink Stadium. So, I don't hate the name of that stadium. Oh my so, god, I hate it so much. Yeah, it, it goes with the team colors. What, what can you say? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm sure Auto, Auto, Auto Nation. As soon as they saw the team color, because you know Auto Nation's in Fort Lauderdale, like the headquarters and stuff. So, because my girlfriend works for them, but yeah. Yeah, How it was, was the a, event, it was uh, a, overall. It was an awesome experience. This fan base was kind of split, and but you also saw a lot of people like Inter Miami and Barca fans like wearing like maybe Inter Miami shirt, Barca hat, vice versa. That's a both. Worlds. Um, there was yeah, some, man. yeah. So it was just like a celebration of everything, and it, to me, like this scarf is so sick because it's like my two favorite teams. Like obviously Inter Miami, then I got Barcelona, yeah. and having my one scarf was was awesome. And yeah, all the play, like all the players came out. Um, even uh, Lebendowski, which I don't know if you guys know who that is. Um, he's like one of the most prolific strikers in our generation. And yeah, he so just I, I rest- did want to ask if um, did the like starters play or is it mostly backups and reserve? Or yeah. Like a mix? yeah. The starters played. The only one that didn't play was Lebendowski, who just signed with the team like a couple days ago. Oh. And like I said, he's like he's been the top three best goal scorer in our generation it's been him Messi, and ronaldo so that's why i wasn't sure if you guys knew who he was um but he's been like he played for Bayern for a long time but yeah so everybody was out there and then also even their backups are big names and like so we we got to see all of them and it, it was awesome packed house um i tried to get some autographs i couldn't but i did meet some players i met alonzo morning he was at the game Dope. Um, I was I was going to take a Man picture, legend. but this dude this dude was talking to him forever. So we walked away. But then when I walked away, my buddy was able to get a picture with him too. I was like, "Damn, oh, man!" He's yeah, standing dude. there awkwardly looking at this. Yeah, because the guy the guy yeah, was literally talking career. to him for thirty minutes, <laughs> and we didn't want to bother him anymore because the guy was like, "All right, I gotta go to the suites." He's like, "I gotta yeah. go to the suites," and he's just talk- and it's like this little Asian man was like talking to him for fucking ever. But yeah, it was a really cool experience. Um, this is where they were the first stop on their U.S. tour. Obviously, a bunch of uh, teams from Europe, the big name teams in Europe, are uh, coming over for their U.S. preseason tours, like uh, oh, wow. the Classico. I didn't, know, I didn't know that was a thing. So they do that every year to prep for their season. They do a little U.S. tour. Um, yeah, they haven't done it in a while, but yeah, they did this year because of COVID and everything. But this year they did it. Um, like they're doing the El Clasico in Vegas. Um, I know Orlando, Chelsea versus Arsenal are playing, and then also Arsenal's going to play Orlando City. Um, yeah, the Barca's going to Dallas as well to play Juventus, and then they're going to play New York Red Bulls in New York. Nice. So yeah, so it, it was it was pretty cool to like finally see them in person, um, and I got to do it for free because I yeah, work at yeah. the stadium and stuff. So, I was saying, some yeah. of those tickets are going like five hundred bucks, you know, whatever. 
600 bucks for the Classico in Vegas. Yeah, but yeah. for this one, they were they were pushing 200. I think for some of the tickets, eh. I, I for resale, obviously for resale, like at like at retail, they were like 100. Yeah, and they also um did a presale as well. I got like an email about that that I signed up for. Yeah, I didn't end up going, but. That was a good opportunity. Yeah, I could have I could have reserved you tickets too. Yeah, but you. you nah, I do have to ask. What was the final score? Oh, bro, it was bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Was so, <laughs> it was bad. Bring it up. Now we had to ask. It was. The, it was bad. Hey, man, it's nothing. He just, he just wanted to show off his scarf. No, nah, it was honestly just a celebration. It was six nothing. But here's the thing, though, like Inner Miami right now this month has been going like it's been an extremely busy schedule. And players are gassed. So, like, and then they threw this in here. So, it was really tired. That, on top of there, yeah. we're not the best of team. We're not, like, the up top upper echelon of MLS. We're, like, fighting for playoff spot right now. We're, like, two points out. So, we're not, like, the best that can, like, go up. Granted, yeah. my biggest thing was, like, obviously you're not going to win, but just don't get embarrassed. But then they end up getting embarrassed. Getting embarrassed. You could have you got but, one. Oh, messy. But, on, it's not, it, but people are going to be like, oh, this is MLS trash. Like, no, nah, I mean, it's just the team's not that great right now. I mean, like, that and you're playing against some of the best players in the world. Oh, that's Yeah, I mean, their backups are getting paid $15, $20 million a year. Like, I mean, like, what are you going to do? Like, even the best player in MLS doesn't even get paid that much. <laughs> Let, let's talk real football. I'm tired of talking this soccer talk. Let's talk real football because the NFL news never stops. We're about 50 days away, less than 50 days away from preseason NFL news. Uh, the biggest story we had coming out this week was, uh, if you can pull it up, Joe, uh, Julian. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the Deshaun Watson news came out that the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns are preparing for possibly an A-game suspension uh, off rip. So... Uh, obviously, huge, biggest deal of the summer, uh, and they're already uh, prefacing, waiting for uh, uh, possibly uh, the Browns' eight-game suspension off the rip. Uh, Julian, wow. overall, wow. is this uh, uh, is this kind of what you expected, or is this excessive, or what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Um, I did not see that. So, all right, so they're they're bracing for it, and then um, it linked to this article here, which I'm going to briefly go over just a second. Like um, so, they're they're basically they're anticipating eight games out of the seventeen game season. Um, they're also apparently some chatter about adding Cam Newton to the team for the time being, which would be interesting. Um, okay. uh, they already have Jacoby Brissett on the on the team, but I think they're looking to get somebody else, and Cam Newton is on that list. Um, basically, from what I'm seeing, um. A lot of people are kind of upset from this because compared to what he did and compared to what other people got, it doesn't really yeah. make sense. Well, here's the thing. Like, just got, like, like he, like people are saying that he got too little compared to like what other people got. But then there's also like, like somebody brought up like Tyreek Hill, like assaulted his pregnant girlfriend and broke his kid's arm or some shit like that. And he got nothing for it. And then like the Roethlisberger, um, how Roethlisberger yeah, didn't we, get we, charged we or anything yeah. like that. But yeah, he got four games or something like that <clears throat> versus like what oh, versus um, what uh, Deshaun Watson could potentially get. It's like, wow, how's I mean, he only so, getting that little? I mean, the Deshaun situation, right? Most of the things have been settled, right? And most of them have been just allegations, right? Yeah, that's what we know. Yeah. And then more came out like past yeah. couple months. 
Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, to, to me in general, I think like one of these things is like, they, yeah, they'll put a, say they put an eight game suspension. Usually they'll take it to the players union. They'll appeal it. And it usually gets dropped down to like half. So he, he might miss some games, but he's not going to miss the entire season. I feel like a little slap. This is like a don't bring shame it, to the NFL kind of thing. Don't bring shame. Whatever. <laughs> don't bring, yeah, don't bring shame. They don't need any more shame. I, mean, I also feel like done. it's for like public appeal as well, right? Because you do have – it's like a 50-50 split, right? Like don't punish a man if he's not proven guilty. Yeah. But then it's like if you have these allegations – you know, there has to be some part of that that's that's true of what's going on. So people want to see a punishment. Um, so I, I kind of feel like they did it for public appeal as well. Um, just to show that the commissioner, I guess, is doing his part, right? Because if he did play a full season and he had zero punishment, uh, <laughs> a huge fan base would be against that. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people, like, they look at it and it's like, man, like, these players and athletes and celebrities in general, not even just athletes, but, they like, away with you know, they get away with murder, bro. They, yeah. li- OJ literally got rid away, got away with murder. <laughs> like, you, you know, it's like at the end of the day, it's like talent trumps over everything. And it's like people will try to figure out a way to get them to keep on doing what they do. I mean, another four or five games, like what dude hasn't played already. Year as it is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was like, yo, that's another. I was that. What was the last time this guy has even played? I got, oh, let me pull up the stats while you got uh, 2021 season. No, wow. 20, 2020 season, the 2020 think, season. You yeah. think he still got it or what? Like, I mean, it's going to take a while to get back to game time speed. I, I mean, so he's like, still young. So I don't know exactly how old Deshaun Watson is. I believe he might be 24. It's pretty not sure, but yeah, he's 26. So yeah, I mean, he's in the prime of his career right now. But yeah, so the last time he played was where you want to be playing. But the um, last game he played was against. Uh, let me go all the way to the bottom. Uh, he didn't play 2020, 2019. No, he did play 2020. That was the year the Houston like actually started playing bad. Like they went downhill because 2019 they made the playoffs yeah. and they went on that I think crazy game with the. Ch- yeah, he skipped the last, the last season, which is 2021. That's all he missed. So, all right. So, aside from that, right? Aside from the eight games, let's say he goes to the players' union. He gets to knock down four games. Um, do you guys feel like that's reasonable, or because he hasn't really been proven guilty of anything, he doesn't deserve any uh, type of punishment? How do you guys feel about that? I it's mean, tough, uh, okay, yeah, okay. Amer- I mean, you know. Innocent to proven guilty, but just the vast amount, the numbers, I mean, yeah, the numbers statistically is like maybe one, maybe two. But uh, talking about overall punishment, I mean, like I said, this is like nothing. Like he, he misses four more games, whatever. He already took a year off. Um, it's a great PR move to me. Like I, it doesn't make me more of a fan. Like, oh, yes, I get seen. Like, I don't care. I honestly don't care about the guy. Um, I, if he would have came to the Dolphins, I would have never watched. I would stop watching any more Dolphins games uh, <laughs> as long as he played. So. He's going to go. He has a job. He's going to go work. He has one of the biggest contracts ever signed over the summer. So is it sufficient? It's just a thing. I mean, it's like whatever. It's like he's going to play. He's going to get paid. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'm kind of with because, I mean, look at it like what, two, three years down the road. Like you're just going to kind of forget about it. Look at, I mean, look at the countless allegations we've came across. Just even in like our lifetime of all these players getting something, you just kind of forget about it like you know how many people don't know that ray lewis killed the man like i mean like 
or uh, the the Kobe what? Bryant scandal, like yeah. you know, long time ago. Like a lot of kids grew up not even knowing that. You know what I mean? Or um, I don't know. There's countless Michael Vick. Like there's countless others, and eventually just just goes away. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. I don't remember the uh, the Ray Lewis one, but I, I think everybody was like, "Yeah, he killed that guy." Like, I, like. What? Yeah, he was in a club. I think it was a club in Atlanta. There was a stabbing, and he had blood in his, on his suit. And he threw away the suit. And it was a weird story. Um, I was too young for that. I didn't yeah. know too much about it because that was a um, long ass he, time ago. But yeah, I mean, whatever. I, I, I don't know what else to say whatever. about the Sean. Other than, <laughs> okay. Is it whatever? He's gonna get paid. We'll see what um, Cam right. Newton can do. Sling that rock, man. Hey, the boy's back then. If they sign him, we get to see <laughs> another chance. That guy will, that guy will um, never die. Like, I'm sorry. Cam Newton. Another chance. You would have you thought and he then he'll, no, And then he'll talk about how he never got a fair chance even know. after he loses here's, this chance. Here's so what's going to happen, right? Right? Well, if if Deshaun's out, let's say, I don't know, if, the, if he gets it down to four games, Cam's going to have two big games out of the four. Right, and then he's gonna have two terrible games to even it out. So they're gonna be two and two before he gets back, and he's gonna feel like he's in a position to remain a starter because of those two wins oh, he man. got. And then we're yeah. gonna have the same controversy that's been going on the last two seasons because we don't know which cam you're gonna get for that season. That's how that's how I feel. It's the yeah, weird setup. They're gonna, they're gonna set up uh, Deshaun Watson to be the savior. If they play terribly. They're gonna be like, "Oh my god, please, I'll take anybody. I'll take somebody with twenty-two allegations. Please, somebody <laughs> <laughs> bring back Michael Vick." Like, <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, I, I don't want to talk about Deshaun Watson. I just want to bring because he's the biggest star. Obviously, he got huge paid. But we can move on to other news. Uh, free agency is still going on. Uh, obviously, a lot of signings in the offseason, but there's still some free agents still available. Um, Julian, I, I don't know if you want to talk about some of the, the biggest names that I've seen so far. I mean, obviously, we have Odell Beckham. Uh, yeah, I can bring Odell it up Beckham. here. So I'm going to say, like, who who do you think out of, like, the biggest surprise right now? And I'll pull up the um, the list right here. Um, so, yeah, these are the people still available. It's Odell Beckham, Dwayne Brown, uh, Brown, Trey Flowers, J.C. Treader, Wolf Fuller, Eric Fisher, Julio Jones, Anthony Barshell, and Ripson. Julio. <laughs> N- yeah. I cannot sue. Yeah. And, then, and then it just kind of goes Dante Hightower. <laughs> and then, yeah, just kind of, yeah. To me, think, the biggest yeah. one is uh, JC Treader. There's a lot of people that need centers out there. And I'm honestly kind of shocked that he is not like, has not been snagged up. He's actually the president of the players union. Wow. So I don't know if that's part of a, that plays a factor. But yeah, um, he's actually been playing really well. He's been dealing with some ankle injuries, but he's he's a high quality center, and I know he deserves to be on a roster somewhere. Um, I know all you guys are going to say Odell, but to me, Odell like he's not just one. He's not just going to go anywhere, and two, he he injured his ACL again. Yep, and he's lost his step. He just has. He's getting old. He's twenty nine right now. Yeah. Um, he, so you're looking into bring a number, he's going to be a number two receiver, which I think he should be. So, but the thing is, he, you know, he's going to demand to go to a contender. So for it sure. depends how that works. Um, I think at this Are point, he's going to have money for him. I know he wants another one and he knows he's injury prone. And I personally feel like he's already gotten his money. So if, you know, where his mentality is and that, if he wants to win, he's going to have to settle. I know he's a free agent, and he's not 
gonna get a max after his yeah. injury. He's not going unless to. he just wants to get one more big payday since he already got the chip. Even though, like, I'm yeah, it, honestly, it could go either way. Uh, it depends what he wants to do. Um, if he wants to go to a contender, then he's probably not gonna get that max. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think see him going is yeah. who they just signed, um, Sammy Watkins. But I could also see uh, them Green Bay going after him. Maybe, possibly, possibly. Then again, Green Bay he never fun. signs anybody for large amounts of money, though. That's the one thing. Green Bay never signs anybody, never trades for Wasn't anybody. Wasn't there a rumor last season before he went to L.A. that he could have somehow ended up in Green Bay? I don't remember. That time? Maybe. Hmm. I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, Who's your biggest – or you want to talk about Odell for a second? No, I don't want to talk about Odell. I think Julio Jones is the most surprising. I mean, I mean, he had really? tons of injuries last year. Yeah, I think he he's the most surprising to be a free agent, being that he's still big. You know, obviously this is not Julio Jones. This is not prime Julio Jones. We're we're post injury Julio Jones. He couldn't get get to get on the field in Tennessee. So, um, I think he will be able to sign. Um, you know, I don't know if he's going to be signing for a max, you know, long term max deal. But um, I still think he can still play. Like I think still he has uh, some value. Uh, for a team, maybe he's not as a primary, but but if he's like your third, fourth best receiver, like I mean that you know, he, he can still play. So I mean, um, Julio I, I Jones. Him, yeah. I don't I don't think he's gonna give you the big numbers, but he's gonna give you some consistency consistency on any team he goes to. Um, that's been you know his story throughout his old NFL career. Yeah, I think he's just been plagued with injuries the past couple seasons. Like, he's been barely – even the season before last, like, he was barely practicing. He was just kind of just playing game days. Um, I don't know, man. Like you said, like, number wide receiver three or four, like, honestly, the Titans, like, absolutely lost on this deal. Like, and I, I saw that coming a mile away. Like, the Titans, like, it was such a waste to, to trade for him in his final year and knowing his age and, like, he he's a big guy too, so like that that kind of wears on wears on a on a man like playing for that long. So like I said, wide receiver three, four, special, but like you know he's a great guy that can go up there and still catch the ball, win jump ball one on ones for sure. So we'll see who ends up getting. I I don't think any of these guys are really going to get picked up till training camp starts, and I don't and I think it's going to. We're going to kind of play a wait and see game of like what happens in training camp, who gets injured. Who realizes they don't have depth? Who needs to get more depth? Like, you know, shit happens in training camp. People get cut. We'll figure it out. But I don't. I don't see any of these guys getting picked up before training camp. I think they're gonna wait and see what happens because almost all these guys are older and pushing thirty or older. So and coming off injuries and stuff. So yeah. So I think we're gonna see what happens in training camp, and then we could like you know reassess and see like all right. Like I, I don't see Odell getting signed before training camp. Somebody's gonna want him. He's gonna have to get you know get in in, in uh, summer shape. Uh, speaking of training camp, you know uh, they wear certain uniforms. That's a bad transition. That was terrible. That was a terrible <laughs> transition. <laughs> they wear they wear certain uniforms. You know the quarterbacks were red. <laughs> uh, no, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Reset. Uh, uh, Jojo, have you heard the news about the the new uniforms that are coming out? The Carolina Panthers. Have you seen the new uniforms? Have you heard about them? Have you seen? I them? have you said no. Not. All right. I have. Jules not. about to pull it up. I'm ready to see them. They, they, they just announced. Uh, you brand can't hide the uniforms. Them they're not fire, Gabe. Don't yeah, I mean, they just they just announced it. So you know, we're just getting initial impressions. 
uh, of the brand new uniforms. Uh, obviously, you know, they wear the teal that I was wearing last week, uh, that beautiful teal. Uh, do they have a white jersey? I don't think they have a white. They might have white pants, but they don't have a Panthers? white jersey. Yeah, the Panthers. I'm just yeah, kind of delaying for Julian to pull this up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The answer. link, well, the link you sent me was fucked up, Gabe. So I had to oh, find wow. something new. <laughs> wow. Was so here we go. Oh, All right, All so right, here so we go. go. Here's the black helmets. So they're not changing the uniform. So the NFL just did a rule, or just enacted a rule for uh, the Thursday night football rush, like uh, which they've done before, where like the teams will have a, a dedicated, yeah, the color rush. Um, I guess this is the helmet for that, and yeah, it's the black helmet. It's pretty dope. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty. Yeah, like it, I think it's pretty sick. Jojo, what's your initial thoughts? Like, are you feeling this, or you feel like uh, uh, I am? I am. Um, it's a sleek design. Doesn't look tacky. Uh, straight to the point. That seal pops. Uh, and again, it, it doesn't look tacky. Like it, it's it's dope. It looks oh, clean. It looks clean. clean. And I and I've been saying this for a while. Like I think like NFL needs to adapt like what like soccer and like European football, like what they've been doing like every year, you swap out one of your jerseys for a new thing. And like MLS does it as well. Oh. Um, And so like you keep it fresh, you're going to sell more jerseys. You're going to get like cool themed, like NBA starting to do it with the theme, the city themed yeah. jerseys. The MLB starting and, to do and it I think, well. yeah. City and I think jersey. NFL starting to realize, obviously nobody's just going to buy a helmet. But, like, you know, I think they should, you know, they have so much fucking money. Why not just have it redesigned? And Nike's doing it all. So, like, you know, every year come out with a different one. Like like I said, for example, you keep one and then you you swap out the other one. And then next season, that one that you kept, you swap that out. And then you have the one that you changed last season. You know what I mean? So you're constantly getting a fresh update of it. And that's what they do pretty much in all the other sports at this point. So I'm glad to see them doing it with the NFL. Um, so this is the Panthers one. I think we all agree. It's pretty sick. Um, and then we have the Bengals one right here. Ooh. Joey Burrow. Ooh. Everybody's saying this shit is icy, bro. Like, bro, <laughs> shit. I don't know. It's giving me zebra vibes, not bangle vibes, but it's still fire. Oh, oh, I didn't think. Is it zebras or bangles? I don't know. Cincinnati zebra. Oh, wait. There, there's I white bangles. tigers. There's white tigers. Yeah, right. That's that's there dope, we go. Bro. White tigers. Cool. I like Bang, bangles, bangles or tigers, essentially. So. Hey, I don't know. I might have to cop a little Joe Joe, Joe Burr white jersey out here. Yeah, bro. Season. This this shit is nice. Like I yeah. I, I I really like this a lot. Um, it's crazy how much a helmet can make a difference. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like it it's just it's super I mean, clean. And I, I hope in my opinion. Yeah, I, I hope they continue to do to like do these like even sell, selling like little miniature helmets and stuff like that. Like it'd be sick. And yeah, constantly changing the jerseys. I I think it could be a really cool like um, you know modernize. No, these are it's only the um, Panthers and the Bengals that they um, that showcase their their new stuff. And I mean the internet internet went wild with it. Like yo yeah, yeah the, these are these are super clean. Uh, I I love it. Yeah, I, I like, like in general. I like the the Bengals uniform. I think they have one of the slickest like top five uniform like sets. Um, so I, I, it looks nice. I love I love white white with anything, especially with it pops with that yeah. orange or the black man. Yeah, really and nice. I mean, think about the past couple of years. I mean, we've been getting a lot of teams changing uh, uniforms and uh, just like rebranding in itself too. Yeah, like um, obviously the Commanders. Uh, Judge, I don't think you were on that episode, but we discussed like went over the Commanders uniform. It was pretty. Joe, Gabe was whatever about it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty clean. 
But yeah, I hope I they continue to do this. Pretty simple to me. Yeah, they they kept it real simple with that. From what I remember, I think it was the red one and the the red and black one. I like the white one was whatever. White white. I'm not a white jersey guy. I think white jerseys are plain. Like some people love them. I'm I'm not a white jersey guy. But anyways, yeah. So crazy ass news came out today. So the uh, tickets were just um, open for NFL Germany. And NFL Germany. What game is that? You talking about? What Ger- game is that? Wait, wait, London. Or Germany, what going on? Germany, the NFL Germany, the game that's getting played in uh, Munich, Germany. Uh, God, I don't. I think Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are, I don't know the people are. I don't. I can't think of who's playing in it. I actually have the article here, but essentially, when the tickets uh, went Hawks live Bucks. today, Seahawks, Seahawks Bucks. Bucks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So when the tickets went live today, um, there was a queue of seven hundred and seventy thousand people. To get tickets, that is a that is a city of people that were in line. It was insane. So, like, we already know, like, this is probably going to lead to like clearly more games in the future. Um, yeah. I mean, because it, it originally was reported five hundred and fifty, but now it's seven hundred and seventy. And here's the uh, article here, and it it talks about obviously. Having Tom Brady there is a big selling point. Yep. Everybody wants to see Brady. All these people, I'm sure these people have never seen Brady before. Um, like I said, we're seeing more and more games. Uh, you know, you got the the Mexico game. You're going to have a London game. Now you're going to have the Germany game. Wow. Um, I think and that is amazing for NFL. They're branching out. We already know how popular London is. I, I had no idea they were playing in Germany. And, you know, this and is the first ever game in Germany, too. I'm pretty sure they all they're aware of the NFL, right? They might not be the biggest fans, but again, you know, you got a guy like Tom Brady who's who's already goaded. That's like trying to see Michael Jordan finally come into your city or your state during that time. And yeah, maybe you're not a basketball fan, but you know who Michael Jordan is, and you're gonna want to see him play. Um, so I'm guessing that's how they feel, even with Tom Brady coming back out of retirement, which built even more hype. That might be their last shot. Um, so Gabe so just sent me sent me this with the most expensive and the cheapest tickets. That's crazy. The in cheapest, on? the cheapest. Yeah, I can't do it because oh, that's whatever. I'm, so it's zooming yeah. in the background, but you get it. Yeah, but yeah. So um, for people who can't see, it's six hundred and eight dollars each for the cheapest ticket. And then for the most expensive ticket, it's running up to $33,000, almost $34,000. Each ticket. So you get a good yeah, ticket. And, get and Munich, yeah, and Munich, Germany. So, And you said that's the first it, game ever being played over there, right? First NFL game? Yeah. And you know, the crazy thing too is like, um, there actually is like a little like NFL fan base over there. Pretty and, sure there um, is. Yeah, and also like recently, I think the past like year or two, they've actually started another European football league outside of um, the NFL. But there's like this other league that's like kind of branching out, like that that started over there, and it's actually growing. And um, they play during the summer times, and I've actually seen some highlights of it. It's not the greatest quality, but it's something you know you're building a fan base, even though it's not affiliated with NFL. But you know if they're able to grow, I'm sure the NFL will partner with them some way or somehow, like they're doing with the XFL. But yeah, I mean, they know that it's not sustainable. You, you can't continue to grow within the States. I think NFL has done what they can in the States. You need to 
branch out over to another other countries that have strong purchasing powers and like Europe. I mean, you see how big those crowds are in 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 Spain it's, and in England and in Germany it as well. And man. You, for sport. once they, they get into it, they go all out. Yeah. And you see like they're doing the opposite. I mean, like we just talked about in the beginning of the show with Barcelona coming over here and whatnot, like kind of trading off fans like, all right, we're showing your sport. We show our sport. You know what I mean? So it's um, it's great. Uh, the, I feel bad for the players. It's going to be the longest flight for a game in the history of the NFL. So it's going to be like a nine hour flight. So <clears throat> I don't know how they're continue to add games to travel unless they keep teams over there to run like two or three yeah. games. But then again, give them like, that bye week. Give them that bye week afterwards because it, it's and it's also tough too because it's like, all right, are we going to keep on taking games from our fans? the fans that grew the sport in the first place. Yeah. Like, are you going to continue to do that? And it's tough because you can't do like what soccer does because you can play friendlies. It's not the end of the world to play a friendly. They do it all the time. It's not dangerous. You can't do a friendly American football match. Like no, you just not really. can't. Yeah. It's imp- and <laughs> without being. I know they're trying to expand it, but I would love to see is like how, like you, what we discussed earlier with soccer, like, I would love if they did preseason because a I don't really care about preseason, but if they did preseason internationally. I think I think that would be fun, like an opportunity for you know new guys uh, for the team um, during the season, mid season. Like it's pretty tough. Like the travel is tough. The time change, the lag. Do you have do they have the facilities? Um, you know, if if I'm a player, if I'm in Germany, like I would love to go explore a little bit. Like on my off time, I would just be all about you know practice, practice, practice. Like I would love to go visit for a while. So um, you know. The, the, the more the NFL reaches out, you know, it's going to be tough. Obviously, they already scheduled tons of games in London, uh, and that's pretty much become regular now, like, for the past, like, five years. Yeah. So, you know. I think what they could do would be interesting, like, is doing another – like, if they somehow partner with that league that's going on that's growing over there, you know, they somehow partner it, and, you know, you, you kind of add that element. Like, so maybe, like, preseason, they can do, like, you know, like, training camp or, like, OTAs or something out there instead of doing like friendlies, you could do trainings and like they, you know, each team is like affiliated with the team over there or something like that. I'm sure they're figuring something out. They're definitely getting something to get, to get them over there more consistently. And, uh, it, but I think they can have some the sort players of want? like, would, would players be, well, that, okay well that? that, but that's what I'm saying. So like, necessarily just, fly no. over to Europe. Well, that's the big problem yeah. with the games now. It's like a lot of players don't like doing it. And that's what I'm saying. Like try to maybe figure out ways so they don't have to do it because I'm sure a player rather, I mean, I'm not, I've never been a player. I would imagine that maybe doing a week over there, like doing like OTAs in the off season, you know, these players can go out, they can have fun, sightsee with their family and stuff. It's off season yeah. still, you know, but they just got to do their OTAs and drills and then once your full season starts, then you're back home and you're actually like you're focused on the season. You know what I mean? That's why I think maybe the offseason thing could work. Um, but like somehow leveraging it with like the teams that are already over there so you can have an actual like game. But, you know, there's at the end of the day, people want to see the actual teams play each other at full speed of the best players in the world. But we'll see. I did want to show you guys this. I thought this was really interesting. So apparently with this international thing, the NFL has assigned teams markets to where they can market the team. And here's the map right here. 
So right here, this is basically the the world broken down to where the NFL, which NFL teams can market where. So Canada, for the audio listeners, Canada has um, the Minnesota Vikings and the Seattle Seahawks can market there. Mexico, wow. it is the Arizona Cardinals, Dallas Cowboys, Denver Broncos, Houston, Texas, Kansas City Chiefs, Las Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles Rams, Pittsburgh Steelers, San Francisco 49ers. Brazil, it's just the Miami Dolphins. Just the Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> England. England, it's the Bears, Jaguars, Dolphins, Vikings, Jets, Niners. Um, in Spain, you have the Dolphins, Bears. Um, in Germany, you have the Panthers, Chiefs, Patriots, Bucks. China is just the Rams. Australia is just the Rams. So, yeah, I saw this. I thought this was pretty interesting how they um, they broke it down and, like, where people can market where. I tell yeah. you what. But the the fucking the Dolphins and the Rams have so much reach with the population in those countries yeah, and I'll have no competition. Like yeah. all, having all of Brazil, and the, yeah. and you're only competing with Spain with the Bears, and then Los Angeles Rams have Mexico, Australia, and China. Like that's an insane reach, especially for the Rams. So. You know, it's crazy to see. I don't see any New York teams. I don't see the you know. I don't see the Jets. I don't see. Well, the, the Jets are in the UK. Oh. I see that over there. Jets are in UK. No, oh right. yeah, Jets. Yeah. Okay, the Jets. About- I don't. Yeah, you're right. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Because they're, you know, um, I see Chicago. I'm like, oh, Chicago Bears. That's a weird thing. Chicago Bears in Spain. I'm like, Chicago's like a second city, right? So the second major is like this New York City after New York. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I see but yeah, saying. no Giants, and the Giants are more successful, way, way more than the Jets. Why would it? I also a little bit yeah. surprised the Jets don't have um, other places, but no. yeah. I mean, I understand I'm surprised Brazil, that, honestly kind of surprised. What was that? Like for the Dolphins. I said, I understand Brazil based off location for the Dolphins. Um, so Spain. I understand that market. Um, but yeah, by themselves? Zero competition yeah. over there? Okay. I mean. I thought the same Whatever. thing. But I, I guess because the region, like. Yeah. Stephen Ross is probably like, yo, we need to fill these seats, bro. Let's get these fucking Brazilians yeah. in here. <laughs> like Listen, I welcome all of you. I welcome all of you. Thank you, Brazil. I don't, I don't know Brazil. You know, I don't know Portuguese, but you know, you know, I'll welcome anybody into Tua Nant. You know and, what? Uh, and, uh, and the I don't need another market. <laughs> they don't even matter how good or bad is New York City. I don't think they need <laughs> another market. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, another surprising one is that one that the Jets only got UK, but then also America's team. The Cowboys, the they only Cowboys. got Mexico. And obviously, we know Cowboys are probably the biggest team in NFL. Like, they probably have more fans than anybody else. So, it's like, yeah, I mean, America's team, only the Mexico. But then the Rams get, like, so much. Like, what What made the Rams, like, well, get, hey, like... Also, LA's international. You know, LA is international. LA, man. LA, uh, pretty known city worldwide. Uh Probably bigger than just the team itself, bigger than the Cowboys, man. Just the city where they're at. Uh, we're not. I'm not thinking of the Rams over Cowboys. I'm thinking L.A. over Dallas. Yeah, I will say this, man. Like, um, oh my god, I lost my fucking thought. Oh, hey, I, LA, oh they, uh, I was gonna say, like, as wrong as the owner of the Rams did to the St. Louis Rams, to St. Louis, like how dirty they did them. Like damn, from a business perspective, the yeah. Rams are making so much fucking more money than they were. It's all about the money, St. Louis. You got it. Like, be, they did. I think St. Louis. Quick side. I was like, I think the St. Louis won that lawsuit too. Whatever it was, I just Actually, I think that was the whole idea of bringing the team to LA. And guess what? 
they put all they were trying forever, bro, and they won the Super Bowl. So it it's only up from yeah. here now in L.A., which is crazy. So why, holy why, shit, hold up. Speaking of L.A., the the Chargers aren't even on there. Wow. I, I'm looking at they, it again. The, the Chargers aren't even on there, but they're pushing their Rams. Oh they should be both. They should no, be they're not. Mexico, I'm looking, at, least. I'm oh, looking at it now. Won the Super Bowl. I mean, that's what happens. Yeah, I mean, they're, the Chargers figured, are just not on there. Because San Diego's right there on the border, isn't it? It's like so south of the border. I mean, now that they're down. I'm with you. If they're still the San Diego Chargers. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they Anyways, old. we love football, but. You know, other sports are happening. Other things are going on. Obviously, it's summertime. It's hot as hell. If you go outside and you're in America, you're sweating because it's hot as hell all around the world. London's on fire, people. Um, <laughs> uh, summer League. Let's talk about the NBA Summer League because we just had the whole Summer League uh, win on. All the rookie players show in. Uh, the Trailblazers win. Uh, JoJo, I don't know how much you've seen of the Summer League. Uh, did, you, did you find anything interesting about the Summer League? Any takeaways? Honestly, uh, any interesting players that you saw? Well, the funniest thing about uh, Portland winning was that uh, Damian Lillard had no idea that they even won. Uh, did you see that interview? Yeah. They let him know that, he, that they won. Yeah. He's not even in tune with his own G League team. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I know he's – this speaks volumes to me because it's like, wouldn't you want to see the players that's developing that could potentially be moved up to How your team? You? And they won the championship. This guy had, like, no idea. So it's either – um he's being loyal to a fault or at this point he he might be you know thinking of other places in his career i don't think I so don't know. wasn't damien damien Lillard? wasn't he in the drew league he was playing the drew league with uh lebron wasn't he uh, the Rosen and lebron was in Rosen. there yeah okay um so yeah i think you know in the all season these guys obviously the summer league not a really you know it used to be the starters or, you know, the main players will come show up to the summer league. But now, you know, it's a lot of the prospective guys, the guys who get drafted, um, maybe guys who get a second chance. Um, so the summer league, it, it's interesting to see, you know, your prospects of your whatever team uh, in general. Like, I, I don't think it holds weight. They try to do it you know, this year. They try to give it like a ring. Uh, obviously, they give out, hand out the uh, MVP for it every year. They get, the ring looks pretty nice, but it's like summer league to me is just like, it's something to see, something to watch. If you're not into baseball, if you're not into football, which is not happening right now. Yeah. NBA Summer League is, is, is pretty fun to watch, like, to see young talent. Um, Julian, I don't know if you've seen – have you seen any or heard anything about Summer League? Was there anything you should use? I'm be honest. I, I don't really care. Like, I, 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 I don't really care. I mean, I, Damian Lillard is probably just like – he's probably so used to not getting help that he's like <laughs> – he's like, oh, shit. They actually, like – they want something to help me. Yeah, like, they they actually, they actually bringing in people that can help. Like, which I mean, hopefully that is the case. I mean, then again, we always see like these developmental teams of like profession of like professional teams be so great, but then when it comes to the first team, it's terrible. I mean, we see it in the MLB, um, we see it in basketball, and obviously you see it in uh, world soccer. So it's like I don't know. We'll see it when the when like you know the first team actually does something. Yeah, like see if it really reaps see, the benefits. What I do want to see is your boy Leangelo Ball finally make it to the NBA, man. I don't know how many times they're gonna sign him to a summer league contract. He balls out, drops fifteen points in twelve minutes, limited time, coming off the bench, makes three or four threes, has like five assists, grabbing five or six rebounds in limited time. And uh, do you guys think it's a year he gets a shot, man? Maybe with with, with the Hornets. 
team up with his brother or anywhere else that might need help. I mean, there's always right. There's been there's always a fourteen fifteen spot on a team. So, um, uh, honestly, I don't know really a lot about Leangelo, yeah, uh, about his game, but they always take somebody like. It's not without without the wrong possibility, especially they like they like to do you know the, uh, especially with you already have family in there they like to be people happy right the, the team's happy uh, brothers play I know the Drew Holiday the Holiday brothers uh, were a thing for a little bit so you know if if a player I guess uh, his, one of his brothers Lamelo probably demanded it probably could make it uh, uh, to a team but it's like a whatever I mean it's just a guy it's kind of a bench even like two I mean obviously eight. like he's not doing something in practice so. You ball out all day in summer league, but if you you ain't doing nothing in practice, like I mean, or training camp, I guess yeah. maybe he don't. He's not showing out when he actually plays against like people who are actually you know playing in the NBA currently at that so. talent level. Yeah, I, I mean, see we that. see how many we see college stars all the time, and then when they move up, they they're nothing. So yeah, it's a different speed. Speaking of speed, I was just going to do another terrible transition. Uh, <laughs> I just want to talk Gabe, about you're off uh, one, man. Hashtag off, man. To, speaking of no speed, speaking of no speed, I have no <laughs> thought to do a transition. Uh, Ellie, what's going on in Los Angeles, man? We have our resident. Uh, he says he's a LeBron fan. He's a late <laughs> honestly. Um, recently, no. over the past weekend, obviously, there's a lot of trade rumors talks about. You know, Kyrie is going to be traded for Russell Westbrook in New York, whatever. But apparently over the weekend, uh, the big three of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook huddled in. Reports are they huddled in for a conversation that uh, they are committed to each other. They are committed to the team. They're like, we're here. We're all Lakers. Uh, purple we're and here. gold. We're <laughs> here. Okay. Championship. Magic. Uh, we're here. Uh, we're here. The championship. Kobe. Uh, Kobe. Uh, all Shaq. Yellow Malone, gold. Calm alone. Like yellow, yellow and purple. We're here for each other. Rings, you, money. I love you. Staples so, Center. So um, the news. I don't know if you want to pull it up, uh, uh, Julian. If you have, if you have the article. But uh, apparently, there's trouble. I don't know if there's trouble in LA. But you know, obviously, we, we all we all season. know. All right, Gabe. You know, you, you're starting to sound like Stephen A. and all these other outlets. Oh, here, wow. All right. We wow. we we all know there's trouble in LA, Gabe. Okay. All right. Okay. We, we know that. We know that. Now, here, here's my take on this. Honestly, I think that's a great thing. Got together, got on the call, and committed to each other. Because, first of all, communication is very key. Especially at high stakes like this in the season they had. At least they all know, all right, no one's making moves. We're not going to try to branch out and escape from the situation. Even though they really don't have a chance at this point. Um, all these trade rumors, and we discussed in the last two episodes, like I said, rumors. They're not going to happen this season. So they are stuck with the team that they have right now. What I do want to do is shout out AD, put in work in the lab with the Lethal Shooter. I don't know if you guys see him on Instagram. Uh, he's a shooting coach, coaches, a uh, lot of NBA talent. He has these crazy videos of shooting and, like, ridiculous hoops and all this crazy stuff. So he's out there putting in that work. And my boy LeBron, who just – Went off in the Drew League, which I know no competition, whatever it is. Came back, well, I think after, what, 10 years, uh, he made an appearance in the Drew League. Imagine working your day job and then having to play against LeBron James and, and having to guard him <laughs> for an entire game. 
and him dropping like 40 points on you. Just 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 put wow. that in perspective real quick. And then gotta go home and then go back to your day job the next day, knowing you got worked by LeBron James. That's that's pretty crazy. Um my, my biggest thing is why isn't why wasn't Carmelo Anthony involved in the huddle in the call? <laughs> what what? Is he I coming mean, back? I I he was in the big three. I'm confused. Like you, the big you five, you throw Rondo in there. Three? You get her mellow in that in that big three, man. Look, man, Melo put in that work. He did his job. Put in that work. That's all he's did. He, he, That's all he, famer. he did. Come on, he did his job last season. <laughs> all right, yeah, it was Rondo. a little luck to be the savior. So currently, Carmelo Anthony is an unrestricted free agent. So hopefully, we haven't seen. Oh, that's time. why they. Yeah. So um, you know, Carmelo Anthony, I want him to be like um, fucking Vince Carter and just play till he's like forty-five. Like just I, I just keep on going. He just like let the legend continue. Like maybe maybe even wear a face mask. Like why not switch it up? Get a little change of branding. The last news uh, I, th- I think I found the most interesting this week in the NBA is uh, DeAndre Ayton, uh, obviously a restricted free agent uh, this season. Uh, but there's a lot of trouble in uh, uh, with the organization uh, with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, apparently, they had some falling out. DeAndre Ayton sits in the last you know, the last five minutes of a, an important game in the playoffs uh, because uh, apparently the owner has beef with DeAndre Ayton. Says you're not a max player. DeAndre's wow. asked for a trade. Uh, I, I believe who did he get trade? He he got an offer. He was put. He got an offer from some team. I cannot remember specifically, but the Pacers. Uh, the Pacers. Oh, that's right. That's correct. The Indiana Pacers uh, gave him an offer, and the uh, the uh, Suns matched the offer, and they re-signed DeAndre Ayton. Uh, JoJo, I don't know. Uh, you know how much you know the story. Obviously, you know more than me because you're. All the specifics, but uh, what do you think of uh, DeAndre Ayton? You know, having trouble uh, in Phoenix, but getting resigned anyways. Like, do you think like that he's actually that the team actually wants him, or do you think that it's like a he's just a trading piece that they'll trade away eventually? I mean, listen, it doesn't matter who you want; it's who you need, and they need that man because if you, you get rid of what him, you want exactly, what you exactly, you got to say it just like that. No, no. <laughs> on a serious note, if you're gonna match that much money, then they they realize what they're gonna lose, or or I don't know. Your boy Chris Paul works some magic, you know, with with the owners. Someone spoke to him or anything, because that that was a lot of money, a lot of money. Again, Phoenix in the last two seasons were the best two seasons they've had in a very, very, very long time, and Aiden was a big part of that. And who's to say he's not only gonna get better next season? Right, they needed this playoff experience. They went to the finals, had no experience. Unfortunately, they lost. All right. Yes, they got dropped out of the playoffs last season. Again, it doesn't guarantee you to make it to the finals back to back years. Nothing's guaranteed. You're not the Warriors or you're not LeBron. All right. Like shit happens. Now, all you gotta do is look forward to next season. So if you're gonna get rid of somebody who had a major impact on your team like that, what are you gonna replace it with? Uh, Chris Paul's going to get a year older. You still have a prime Devin Booker, and that's kind of like your core big three there. And you were number one seed in the West predominantly the whole season. So it just didn't make sense to get rid of him. Um, so, of course, they had to match that money. I think it's just weird. It's like why 
if we are to believe the stories that are alleged, why would you piss off a player, make him so disgruntled that he's like, yo, trick, get me out of here. I want to leave. Get me out of here. There's an opportunity for him to leave. And you're like, no, bring him. Let, let me bring him back. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. I understand uh, Aiton's a great player. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's worth, you know, Bro, you know he's why? a good solid player to have on the you, team. But um, I, I just don't get uh, why would you piss him off? Make him, so now you're bringing back a player. He doesn't want to be in your team, but you brought him back anyways. He doesn't want to play. Like, he doesn't want to play for you. Obviously, he's going to be mad. So if, you know, I expect him to give lack of effort or, like, just be nonchalant, blase, blase, you know, on no. the court. So unless you're going to trade him away, why would you want to bring a player that doesn't want to work? No, for? you know what happened? You know what happened? He saw that his only option was the Pacers, and he turned around when it was like, fuck that. And he came back and he's like, I'm going to go try to win a championship with Phoenix. That's what happened, Gabe. As he, he's going to – all his disgruntled – all his issues, he's going to push it to the side for this season because he knew his only option was the Pacers. And he's like, hell no. And he turned around and went back and signed that contract. Makes sense. I doubt that because he's, he's a restricted <laughs> free he's – a, he's a restricted free agent, so – the the Phoenix Suns. It's obviously had, deeper think, than that. The Phoenix Suns had forty eight hours to uh, to match the offer. So and obviously he'd be going from the Phoenix Suns on the west to the Indiana Pacers on the east. So it wouldn't even be in direct competition. But the Phoenix Suns won him anyways. I, I just thought it was notable. Yeah, but uh, I don't think joining like the Pacers makes him makes the team already a contender. Like I, it's not like a Giannis move. It's not a LeBron move. It's you know it's. It's not a Curry move. The pay, yeah, you know, I mean, the Pacers are the only one that wanted him. It was going to pay him the money that he liked. Yeah, And exactly. then, yeah, the Suns had the option. He's like, as much as I don't want to be here, I know how much better it would be for my career to stay here. And I'll still get the money that I want. Getting the money and you have the potential to win a title at the same damn time. And things change, man. And things change. You know, relationship, like, I don't know. Like, maybe yeah, it's rough now, but you know what? Like... Let's, let's, let's try this again. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, look. We'll, we'll see. Possible, as we, look, look what happened with Aaron Rodgers. I know it's a different sport, but it's true. we've seen what money can do. <laughs> we've seen it. And we'll, we'll see they, they, rehashed, they rehashed it, and, like, now they're they're good now. So, like. And now he's got a weird tattoo on his arm. Look at that. Um, let's transition to uh, other fun stuff. Obviously, it's summertime. We're halfway through the MLB season. Uh, we just had the All Star yeah. Weekend, uh, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of showing out for uh, uh, certain teams. I'm talking specifically the Yankees, but uh, let's talk about the uh, All Star Weekend in the MLB. No, uh, let's overall. talk about how Gabe wore a Marlin oh. shirt last week or okay. last episode, and now he's coming up yeah. with a Yankee shirt. You're just as bad as JoJo. Oh, listen, first of all, there's nothing wrong. You're just as bad as JoJo. This man is literally wearing two soccer teams on one scarf from two, two different <laughs> leagues. <laughs> two different leagues. Same two different leagues. Same over here. <laughs> Not the same. All right, two so different listen, leagues. Don't play each other. He has an American team league, which is the Yankees, and he has his national team listen. league, which is the Marlins. Yeah. All right? So look, at, look at JoJo trying to defend supporting like 10 franchises at once. Listen, I grew up as a kid. <laughs> like, I got an NL East, an NL West. I got an AL East and an AL West. I, I can root for the Marlins. Listen, Marlins, I, I'm a Miami kid. I grew up in Miami. I grew up in Marlins. But Marlins, Yankees, up, and the World Series. Who you got? It's happened already. 
It already happened, baby. Two thousand three. What'd you do? What, what did you do? What'd you do, Gabe? Two thousand three. I rooted for the Marlins. Okay. I thought it was impossible for them to win, but they fucking won. I was like, there's no the way they can win. I was like, there's zero percent chance they win any game in New York. There's no way they can go to New York and, and win a game. And they won. They won the whole goddamn series. Anyways, Josh right. Beckett ends up. So, we're not so talking about, about the past. That's 2003. Okay, I was like 12 years old. Let's talk about. So Marlins over Yankees game. Let's talk about the MLB uh, All-Star Weekend. Obviously, MLB Weekend, All-Star Weekend is a celebration of the season. Only half a season. Um, only half a only half a season because you know maybe the, you know somebody the, all, the all-star for half a season yeah all-stars for half a season um obviously home run derby went on jojo i don't know how much how much of the home run derby did you actually see was there anybody um, rooting for going i the actually was not able to watch the home run derby um but i had all my money on peter alonso i thought he was in a three-peat yeah honestly if you saw the last two derbies there was no one that could hit with this guy it would hit his swing is unreal. He was everything was perfect. And I'm not exaggerating because you can look at the clips from last season. Nobody was in this guy's range. So I literally thought this guy would be one of the first to, to three peat in a very, very, very long time. But then it happened. You got your boy. Your boy won. Money man that actually turned on a huge contract. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, Gabe. So he's one in the spot. Seven. He's in the spotlight right now, and that's dope. He could just add this yeah. to his accolades and winning the home run derby um, in a big season for him. Um, this guy's on pace to break records at, at his age. He's having an amazing career so far. Yeah, that's crazy. And, you know, one of the biggest things about, you know, winning accolades, like, you know, these guys, they get incentives, right? It, it helps them boost their, their how do you say, their prestige, their whatever, like, you know, if you're you're invited to an All Star Weekend, you're invited to the Home Run Derby, you win the Home Run Derby. Like these are just accolades that you can help boost. You know, help help you in the future when you try to negotiate contract. Obviously, you're talking about he turned down the contract. So, uh, Juan Soto is one of, a very exciting player in the league. Um, uh, it was fun. You know, he, he's a fun uh, player to root for. So, uh, I would definitely like to see like where where he lands. I think it's going to be uh, probably in a major team, big time, maybe league. The money for him though to turn down yeah. that money, I I'm not sure where where he'll end up to be. <laughs> it's got to be a big team, bro. I'm thinking Boston, LA, LA, New, LA, New York. You never know. Cubbies. You never know. Cubbies. Let's talk about the All Star Game. Uh, I don't know, uh, Jojo. Oh, I didn't get to see that. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, uh, uh, what was your takeaway from the All-Star game? Was there any guys you were rooting for? A lot of New York teams showed out. That's why I'm wearing my New York shirt now. So a lot of New York players showed out. Um, uh, what was your interest going into the All-Star game, the actual All-Star game? Um, first off, I uh, just got to say, yeah, six New York Yankees made the All-Star game. Shout out to them. Um, I believe it's three Marlins, three Marlins players. Yeah. Made it to the All Star game. Um, Jazz Chisholm, Sandy Cooper. So the, game so, yeah, was, the game ended. The game ended three two. Solid game. Uh, two home runs, couple hits. I think about ten hits total. Um, some good plays made on the field. I'm not sure if you saw that behind the back double play they turned. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Uh, but real quick, let me shout out my Yankee players and their stats for last night. Whether they hit a home run or struck out. So, shout out John Carlos Stanton, All Star Game MVP. 
he can add that to his accolades because he had won the home run yeah. derby previously. Uh, and that's a great sign for us Yankee fans. Everything's going well so far this season. We're the best team in the league. You got your boy John Carlo winning All-Star MVP. You got Aaron Judge, who's potentially at his pace going to win MVP of the season. And we're just looking for that World Series. So back to the game. John Carlo, uh, two-run home run, named All-Star MVP. Uh, unfortunately, Aaron Judge went 0 for 2. He had two strikeouts. It's all good, though. We don't care about that. Jose Trevino, <laughs> his first all-star appearance catching. Uh, yeah, he had a single, so he had a hit. He finished one for two. Uh, your boy, Nasty Nestor Cortez. You saw him on the mound. I don't know what he was doing. A little yeah. leg swinging. Little he was doing a little kick. A little... He was doing a little, a little swing. Uh, he struck out two batters um, over a scoreless inning. Good sign there. And then Clay Holmes, pitcher on the Yankees, recorded two outs. So... Hey, man, they got in. Honestly, I feel like the Yankees held it down for the AL. They're the only ones doing stuff on the team. Yeah. Like, literally. literally. <laughs> yeah, I think right. Nestor had a, had a great outing. Giancarlo obviously had a big hit, big home run. Uh, uh, wins the MVP. Obviously, we know Giancarlo, as long as he stays healthy, man, the guy the guy is productive. You know what I mean, that, that's the only thing is like, you know. Yo, listen, he, he hit a moonshot. The thing was a line drive, hundred, I don't know, twenty five miles an hour outside the park, just a staple, you know, John Carlos staying home run. Like it's ridiculous how much power this guy has. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about the biggest controversy probably going into it, right? Because obviously the All Star Game they played in LA. Uh, LA was the home team, uh, and there's a big controversy going into the game, right? Because we're you know this is a Miami based show. We're, we live in Miami, or we're from Miami. Um, Sandy Alcantara does not get the first nod. Obviously, if we pull up his stats, Sandy Alcantara is like doing a point oh five. His 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 numbers aren't insane for this uh, the first half of the season. Um, but uh, Clayton Kershaw gets the start over uh, Sandy Alcantara. Uh, I don't know, uh, Julian, uh, how much you know about uh, Clayton Kershaw, his year he had so far. Obviously, I think we talked earlier this year about. Uh, uh, early in the podcast about uh, how Kershaw, Kershaw almost had a complete game, almost a, a complete game. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. And, yeah the Dave Roberts ultimate, pulled him. The ultimate no-hitter. Yeah. So um, he got pulled twice so far. He almost had, you know, uh, complete games. He got pulled uh, early. Uh, but Clay, Clay Shaw gets a nod. Uh, I'll talk to JoJo. I'll, I'll, I'll spin it to JoJo. Um, how do you feel about Clayton Kershaw getting uh, the nod over Sandy Alcantara, even though Alcantara technically has better numbers um, but they are playing in LA. I don't know how do you feel about uh, first starts or who should be the starter uh, when celebrating the All Star game. Uh, I mean, in all in all honesty, it should obviously be the best player at that moment with the best stats, right? Um, yeah. Was it a surprise to fans outside of LA? Probably, yeah. It was, it was a surprise because you, you, they probably didn't even put two and two together. Um, but honestly. City of Stars, City of Angels, whatever you call LA, man. City they're gonna of give it, City of Stars. They, they're going to give it to their guy, man. They're going to give it to Kershaw. He's going to start a mound for that team. Uh, you know, that's that's their guy. They won a championship with him, what, two years ago? Like, they're going to give it to him. Yeah, I mean, it, we've seen this all the time. It's all, At the end of the day, it's, you know, you want it to be the best possible players. 
but it's always going to be they're always going to take name over anything as long as they're not playing absolutely abysmal you and but if you have that big name you're going to get selected or start or whatever it might be <clears throat> i mean it it goes up but yeah I mean, that's like in another sport, man. These guys, they, they let's say Kobe's out for injury. He's still getting all-star selections or, like, that's Kobe. Yeah. You know what I mean? But And there's always going to be another guy more deserving. Point. Yeah, I mean. So, you know, I feel like it happens. It's it's an all-star. Yeah, it's it might not be fair, but it's not like uh, having favoritism over, like, let's say an MVP voting or something that's, you know, a little more crucial. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah, with those ones, it's not as so much about you know your name, but you know what I did? I found out, and they just started promoting it. Is like right by my house. There's a billboard, and they're pushing All Star Game 2023 at uh, the NHL All Star. So the the pa- yeah, the Panthers are hosting the All Star uh, weekend oh, wow. in this next year. That should be fun. That should be fun. Yeah, um, I, I was like, oh, shit, they're hosting the All-Star game this year. That's pretty sick. Or next now, year. My question for that is, real quick, not to get off topic, do you think um majority of the events are going to be held over here in Miami leading up to the All-Star weekend? Or they're going to have it all the way up there in Sunrise? I don't I don't know. Um, I, I feel like probably Fort Lauderdale. I think – the Panthers are more Fort Lauderdale's team than it is Miami's team. For sure. Most of the fan, almost, I would say 90, 95% of the fans there live in Broward County, you know, our Fort Lauderdale area. Um, Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's some Miami people. Like I I worked with people in Miami that were Panthers fans, like big Panthers fans. But I mean, when you walk around here and like in Broward, like you see a lot of Panthers shit. Like it's a, it's a more of a bigger deal. It's kind of their team. So I, I would imagine that they would they would do it a lot of the events and stuff in the convention center here up up uh, up up there because that drive is a haul like it's it's a, you know if you think about like whoever the season ticket whoever the second ticket season ticket holders are like it's going to be somebody around the residential area like I'm sure that there are Miami fans uh, of course because obviously they played used to play uh, same uh, region town yeah so. Um, but it's just it's just kind of all it's hard as hell to get to the games. I, I love to go to Panther games, especially when it's playing against a good team. Especially now that they're actually getting pretty good. These last couple of years have been more promising. So um, let's be real, Hispanics are hockey fans. So <laughs> let's be real. Yeah, but if you grew up in the '90s, kind of like I did, you know, the, the Panthers were exciting. It was a fun. It was a fun uh, time to watch. So, Gabe, that was uh, damn near thirty years listen, ago, bro. <laughs> listen, I am forty-five <laughs> years old, sir. I'm 45. That's like that's like that's like you saying that <laughs> the, the the UM is still a powerhouse in college football. <laughs> they are. They are. Wait till they get to the <laughs> SEC. Um. Uh. Lastly, I just want to end because we're talking about you know the MLB All Star Weekend. I just want to talk about uh, the Ghost probably on his last leg, his last season. Uh. uh one last dance. Uh, Albert Pujols. Uh, Jojo, we're just gonna give uh, you know. Obviously, he showed out this All Star Weekend uh, in the Home Run Derby. Uh, I just want to talk, uh, give you a chance to talk about Pujols. Uh, what do you think of his overall career? Uh, uh, how do you think about this season? Him landing uh, back with the Angels, or excuse me, back with the Cardinals, Cardinals. Cardinals. back with the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals for his last season. One last dance. Uh, any thoughts on Albert Pujols uh, for the rest of the season? 
I mean, this guys he's going to be a living legend, man, of what he's brought to the game. Just his power, his consistency, uh, his love, his passion. And it's dope, man. I feel like that was home for him. Uh, it, I always found it weird for him leaving the Cardinals after he won a championship with them. I think we all felt weird after that. Went to L.A., teamed up with Trout and crew. And, you know, nothing really happened in that organization. There was there were really no So weird. Yeah. Like, so weird. They had so much talent at one point, and they just never happened. did anything with it. Yeah. And now they have a two greatest two-way player since Bay Roof on their team um, with Shohei Otani. Uh, but, again, we're not talking about that. Uh, I love the fact that he found his way back. Um, his career milestones, Mr. 3000 on that, 3000 hit. Uh, he's climbed up his way in the home run leaderboard as well. And I think he's the perfect spot. And I love they gave him the opportunity to play in his last All-Star game too. Um, I saw him chilling with Trout. I don't know what they were talking about. Uh, probably how they never did anything in the postseason. But <laughs> no, but overall, he had a great career. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that game. Yeah, I mean, dude's all, he's, an all, he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, so many uh, All-Star appearances. Uh, just Three-time MVP, Rookie of the Year, two World Series, Silver Slugger, six times, batting title, uh, MO, uh, Player of the Year. I mean, the guy has a Hall of Fame career. I, I, I like the fact that he gets it. Won everything imaginable. With the Cardinals. He's been playing since 2001, okay, folks? Yep. I don't know if you know about 2001 and what was going on around that time. But the guy is old. The guy has been around for a long time. Um, you know, he's got a lot of big contracts. He earned a lot of money. Uh, especially 21 the years 21 years i mean that, that that's that's a lot um and i i think I, you know i think it's great to see him celebrated because i don't know if there's a like a lot of players like they will kind of like him like only thing i can think of the next player is maybe like a, a miguel cabrera maybe kind of you know a young star uh with a, a tons of accolades that'll probably end up in the hall of fame that's the only equivalent but i don't see a lot of i don't even know who who is the next like who's underneath him like who Who's the next guy after that? So I think it's great that uh, oh, like uh, to retire, like big name to retire. Yeah, yeah, like a a big name player that kind of lasted, you know, through the many years. Uh, baseball is good for lasting, you know, for fifteen, twenty years. But I can't think I can't of another. Think great, of a, I can't think yeah. of the top of my head at the moment. Listen, all I'm seeing is fucking the kids of all these, the kids of all the players I used to watch. Are now getting signed. Yep. You know what I mean? Matt Crazy. Holiday Jr., fucking Jeff Conine's kid is getting signed. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. <laughs> Vlad Guerrero Jr. All these, all the juniors are coming out. So I'm like, yo, I'm washed. I am washed as a baseball fan. Uh, so um, you know, uh, shout out, shout out to Albert Pujols, man. I mean, I hope it, you know ends as uh, beautifully as uh, I don't know another. All the other players, I'm thinking of. Uh, if it's as uh, graceful as uh, Derek Jeter's uh, last season, that was amazing. His last, yeah. Yo, have you, Joe? By the way, JoJo, have you been? Uh, were you interested at all in his docu series, the eight parts? You know, I haven't had before. a chance uh, to watch it. Then it dropped like two days. Oh, ago. Are you interested? Like, in it. Are you interested in it? Because I think they released they released it after the All Star game. They released uh, an episode, uh, I believe. But are you interested in the Derek Jeter story to hear about? Hell yeah, hell uh, yeah. That's that's not even a question. Of I course. will not forgive what he hell did to the Miami yeah. Marlins. I will not forgive it. I will not support him. Nah, nah. This documentary is a must. Nah, this man deserves his flowers. What he put on in New York, 
those five championships playing with the core. Yeah, but I'm worried about what there. he did in Miami and what he did was make it worse. He didn't wow. make it worse. Wow. They're not going to show, show that in the documentary. going to show his <laughs> business. <laughs> you, can't made you can't blame him for, for, for leaving, man. He, he, he saw, like, this was no, I wanted him. I'm glad he left. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This man had no business experience. He played baseball for 20 years, and he thinks he can come and manage a multi-billion-dollar franchise. Listen, like, better than the like, previous owner who just owns a ton I'm not, of property. Look, not but that's not the, the bar. That's not the bar. Like you better than the previous owner. <laughs> that's not the bar. Anyways. Um, so I think that pretty much concludes it for the All-Star Weekend. Obviously, it's the halfway point of baseball season. So we'll be watching the rest of the season going forward. The Yankees should be set for a playoff uh, uh, run going forward. But we'll be having that more news coming from baseball, MLB. The Marlins NFL. are battling. They're battling. They're really close They're to battling. the wild card. So we got a couple, you know, three, three All-Stars. Five games Marlins. behind. They should be battling for a playoff spot. But we'll have more news of that. More baseball, more NFL, more soccer, more UFC. All the real fans, any any sport that real fans follow, we follow it here. Uh, Julian, tell the people where they can find uh, Real Fans Podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast, we're on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, LinkedIn, Tumblr, Pornhub. We're on everywhere. Sports Hub. Oh we made Sports Hub. Sports Hub. There we go. <laughs> so we appreciate all the downloads, all the views. We're trying to we're trying to up our game, our video game. Humans working hard. Joe's working hard on Instagram. I'm trying to work hard on Twitter. So if y'all y'all appreciate us, we appreciate the subscriptions, all the follows. We thank y'all, and we'll see y'all next week. We'll be here.